Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Friday, February 22nd. I am your host, Rob Fontenot. In this episode, we're going to give you the update on the Jose Altuve Funko Pop figure. Uh, Then we're going to talk about some uh, rumors, some free agent rumors. Uh, Dallas Keuchel and Marvin Gonzalez, the latest on those guys. Uh, the pitching lineups for spring training games, at least the first seven, uh, they've been announced, so we'll share that with you. And then we'll also let you know which games are going to be on TV, at least on AT&T uh, Sports Southwest. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about the payroll, uh, extending contracts, and just a lot more stuff. So we'll get to all of this right after this message from our sponsor. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was I already told you that I've been walking. So when I used to run, I used to listen to music. But now I listen to podcasts while I walk. So the one I was listening to Thursday afternoon was another Astros podcast. It's called Lima Time Time. Uh, It's pretty good if you want to check it out. But anyway, when it was over, the podcast ran 45 minutes, and I've been walking for an hour. So when the uh, podcast stopped, it just cycled to one of mine because I have mine in the library also. Yes, I do listen to mine. But so it anyway, it cycled to one of my podcasts. And so one thing that I noticed, and I wanted to see if it's just me or is this anyone else that listens. But I put those musical interludes on there to break up the segments. And I don't know what it is. It's not put on there for the intention or to be intended or intended to be funny. But for some reason, every time those little musical interludes come on, it makes me laugh. I have no idea why. I was just curious if it makes anyone else laugh. Maybe I'm an idiot or maybe I just have a weird sense of humor. I have no idea, but for some reason it's funny to me. So anyway, let's go on to the... Funko Pop 
Jose Altuve giveaway. Last podcast, we had three entrants. And now we have doubled that to six. So I believe if my math is correct, there are six days left. It's the 22nd. So you have today and about six more days to enter if you want to win. So going back to the Lima Time Time podcast, uh, they were talking about tanking. And they said something that I liked so much that I actually tweeted about it. But I wanted to share it with you what they said. So what they said was, everybody's talking about tanking, uh, they're making a big deal about it, even thinking about punishing people for uh, losing over a certain amount of period or whatever. But what they, the statement that they made was that no one was talking about tanking. It wasn't even a big deal like it is today. No one was talking about tanking until the Astros won the World Series. And when I heard that, it made a lot of sense. So do you think that people would be talking about tanking if the Astros hadn't won the World Series? So now let's go to free agent rumors. Marvin Gonzalez, the last rumor I read about him is that he was in discussion with the Minnesota Twins with a four three-year contract. Doesn't uh, talk about how much money it is, uh, but it's a three-year deal. Maybe they'll get it done, and they should get it done soon because they're already starting games on Saturday. So the latest news about Dallas Keuchel, he's still linked to the Phillies. The Phillies said they do want him. They want to sign him, but... They said he needs to come down from his asking price. Another story I read earlier today, actually, not too long ago. Uh, they have a story, each team's most likely 2019 award candidate. So they had one person from each team, and I'll share with you who they picked for the Astros. So they actually said the Astros have a lot of players that could potentially be candidates for these awards. They have Alex Bregman, Altuve, Carlos Correa, and George Springer could all possibly be MVP candidates. Verlander could end up being a Cy Young candidate. Uh, James, Josh James, Kyle Tucker, Forrest Whitley. They could all be Rookie of the Year candidates. But the guy they picked, the Astro that they selected, is Garrett Cole. His 288 ERA last season with a 12.4 strikeouts per nine innings. Fifth in the voting last year for Cy Young. Plus you add on that this is a free agent year for him. It says they can't imagine him not being better than he was in 2018. And if this is true, that is very good for the Houston Astros. So Wednesday morning, 
A.J. Hinch announced that Brady Rogers will start the club's Grapefruit League opener on Saturday. Hinch gave him the start for the hard work that he put in through rehabbing after Tommy John surgery in May 2017. So I've already told you, Brady Rogers, Pitcher of the Year, 2016 Pacific Coast League, May 2017, Tommy John surgery. His wife tweeted, I'm not going to quote her, I'm just going to put it in my own words, don't sleep on Brady Rogers. She said something about she can't believe people aren't talking about him contributing to the team this year. So he gets first shot at starting. So that is Saturday, February 23rd. And it is not going to be on TV. So AT&T Sports Southwest or whatever they're called, they announced their uh, TV schedule as well. So I'll go ahead and tell you the pitching matchups and whether or not they're on TV. So Sunday's Framber Valdez against the Braves, that'll be on TV. Uh, split squad, I guess, that day, Rogelio Armonteros against the Mets, that one is not. Uh, Monday, Justin Verlander will be on TV against the Mets. Cole, Garrett Cole will be on the mound Tuesday against the Marlins. That one will not be on TV. Wednesday... This one will be televised. Wade Miley and Colin McHugh will be pitching. Wade Miley will start, and then Colin McHugh will come in after that. Not quite sure why Colin McHugh doesn't get his own game to start, but I think I read something about A.J. Hinch teasing him about uh, McHugh not sure if he was going to be in the bullpen or a starter, so he brought him in late. But anyway... Uh, Thursday, it's Brad Peacock against the Marlins, and that will be on TV, and that's February the 28th. So just a note, the Astros only have two days off where there's no games, and that's March 5th and March 18th. So as far as the TV schedule goes, the last game in February the 28th, and there's not another televised game, until the 10th. So the 10th, 11th, and 12th, the games are going to be televised, and then the 14th, and then the 19th, and the 20th, and that's it. So like I said, they only get two days off. Uh, One, two, three, four. Looks like about 10 10 games are going to be televised on AT&T Sportsnet. And I think it has the word Southwest at the end. I don't know why I can't remember that. Sorry about that. So speaking of spring training, I also read something not too long ago, sometime this evening. Josh Reddick. You might see him taking ground balls at first base. He said he wanted to do this to expand his value for the team. Will he get a shot to play first base? Will it take an injury? Who knows? But we already have Tyler White, Yuli Gurriel. Would it take an injury? Maybe someone gets hurt. Maybe we need him. He is left-handed. That's a natural position for a lefty, first base. So maybe someone will get hurt. 
Maybe Tyler White will suck like he did in September in the playoffs. Who knows? But he'll be a little more flexible. Maybe, maybe Kyle Tucker makes the team and Tyler White doesn't. And then we do need him to play first. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. That's not what I predict is going to happen, but who knows. I don't know why everyone has... I mean, everything I've read and heard and in my head, what I think, everybody is just automatically giving that designated hitter job to Tyler White. Are we all ahead of ourselves? I don't know. But I'm assuming it's his job. So, where do I want to go now? So, Tuesday... The Astros had their annual spring training party at Jim Crane's golf course. He reminded everyone there that it's going to take all of them to win. Even if you don't make the team, that doesn't mean you're not going to play. So the Astros are a deep club. Not everyone's going to get to play. And they still have a few question marks going into training that will get marked out. But you got injuries, you got a lot of lot of good players in AAA, so they have to be on their toes, be ready to go. So he was also asked about re-signing or extending uh, Verlander or Cole. He said, we're certainly going to look at it. They are good pitchers, and they will be good pitchers down the road. When they asked Garrett Cole about extending or resigning, he said that would be nice. We'll see. And he, they asked him if uh, it's been discussed, and he said, not that I know of. So would we resign or extend one of these guys? Extending, they need to get it done pretty quick. But Verlander already makes $28 million. I think the Tigers pay eight or ten. Cole's making thirteen. If he does what I just said earlier, win the Cy Young, and is even better than he is now, I don't even know how much it would cost to have Garrett Cole. It would have to be more than Corbin got, depending on where he went. I guess it would have to be. Depends on what kind of year he has. So the Astros extended Jose Altuve last year in spring training. So they asked Luno if there would be any more extensions this year. And he said, we're going to see what they want to do and whether or not they want to stick around. And what number that they want to stick around. There has to be a common ground someplace And if we don't reach it, then they won't do it. So what he's saying is, we want them to stay. We're going to have to agree on a number. And if they don't agree on it, then they won't be here. So I think it's going to be hard to sign these guys. And I think I'm going to talk about that a little later anyway. So I don't want to get too much into it. So let's go to this thing right here. 
I'm going to go ahead and I, I read this story on MLB Trade Rumors, the Astros payroll. And then I'll tell you what I came out of the story with. The one thing, it, it had so much information, so many numbers, all of these predictions, some of them dumb. And when I got done reading it, I came out with one thing. And I'll tell you what it was. So it talks about how since Luno took over, uh, the first three years, the Astros had a 36% winning percentage, 176 wins, 310 losses. And the last four years, uh, 374 wins and only 274 losses for a 57% uh, winning percentage. So in 2013, the Astros had a $26.1 million payroll. They only had five players that made a million dollars or more. And they traded four out of those five guys during the season. I believe it was three in July and one in August. So the Astros had an insanely low salary. I was going to say salary cap. A payroll. $26.1 million. And Verlander was making more than that by himself. I remember pointing out that somebody on another team made more than the entire Astros. And that was back when I was pretty frustrated. So anyway, when Jim Crane bought the team, he incurred a $275 million debt. But he promised, he promised the fans, once the farm system is full, we'll be back in the top 10. So they go from $26.1 million. I'm sure it was the lowest payroll that year. So he said, I promise we get the farm system full, up and running again, and we'll be back in the top 10. And right now they're number 8. So he fulfilled his promise. So it talks about how are they going to keep this team together when they have so much free agent stuff looming. So this year, I think Altuve makes $9 million. But in 2020 through 24, that's five years, Altuve gets paid about 30, I think it's $31 million a year. I've always said 30, but for some reason, I thought I read that it said 31. So let's say Altuve makes 31. And you saw, and Cole makes 13, JV makes 28, Brantley makes 15, Josh makes 13. So, I don't know. So if they're already eight, if they're already eight in payroll, and they have a 31 and a 28, and the rest are hovering around 15 and 12, and they're already number eight, how can they keep Verlander and pay him 28 to 30 million? How can they keep Garrett Cole and pay him 25 to 30? 
They would have to pay Bregman, who's not getting paid at all right now. They would have to pay Correa. They would have to pay Springer. Brantley and Josh uh, Reddick, they're going to play two years and they're going to be gone. I mean, now Tuve makes $30 million. Is Springer, Correa, or Bregman going to make $30 million? I think Bregman has the best shot at it. Correa might have to go somewhere else to get it. I don't know. But Correa's good. He just had the injury. Don't forget how good he is. But, I mean, Altuve, $30 million, but he had 200 hits three or four years in a row. Batting title, MVP. If anyone deserves $30 million, he does. So if that's the measuring stick, these guys shouldn't make $30 million. So let's say they make 22 or 25. I don't know what these guys' numbers are going to be. I would assume by the time Bregman's a free agent, his is going to be pretty high because he's going to be pretty damn good. So who knows? But this story also says something ridiculous. I mean, I guess it makes sense mathematically, but it was talking about the Astros have the money. They have the payroll. They have the money to sign Bryce Harper. One tweet that I wrote, I think it was this morning or last night, when they're talking about Manny Machado and his $300 million contract, because I don't like Manny Machado, but I tweeted that I'm glad, I'm so glad that the Astros don't need him because I don't want him. But anyway, Jim Crane says he will not go over the luxury tax. I can't remember what this said, how close they are to it. But Jim Crane said they're not going to go over it. And I I don't see how you can pick up Bryce Harper and still save some of these guys. But anyway, my opinion, you already know it. We have Forrest Whitley, Bukaskas. We have all these guys, Josh James. These... The pitchers coming up are good. Okay, this is how I want, this is what I want to say. You're going to lose Verlander and Cole and McHugh. Okay? Let's just say we lose them. Who's going to replace them? Josh James, Forrest Whitley, Corbin Martin, maybe Brady Rogers, Framer Valdez. Okay, you have answers for that. Maybe they're not ever going to be as good as these two guys, but you have answers. If we don't re-sign Bregman, Correa, and Springer, who's going to take their place? Off the top of your head, who's going to come up and take their place? You don't know. I don't know. Do we have another Carlos Correa in the farm system? Do we have another Alex Bregman in the farm system? I don't think so. Do we have another Garrett Cole? We have Forrest Whitley, Corbin Martin, J.B. Pekoskis, Josh James. I think we have pitchers. I'm not going to ever change my mind. I did ask myself a question earlier. If I had to choose between... 
Let's say we made all the contracts, everybody, Correa, Bregman, Altuve, everybody signed, and I had to make a decision between Garrett Cole and George Springer. And that would be so tough. And let's say they both agree to a seven-year deal. So we get seven more years of these guys. And they're both going to be just as good as they were last year. Now, knowing George Springer is my favorite player, that would be really tough. It would be really tough, but I would have to say, if it was seven years, as God, it, it, it's hard to admit. Maybe I would take Garrett Cole. But like I said, do we have another Springer in the minor leagues? I don't know. I don't know if there's another guy out there to replace him. I think we're closer to replacing these good pitchers than we are these four superstars. So I don't know. I don't even know why I asked myself that question. But anyway, the answer I came up with is yes. I would take Garrett Cole Seven years of Garrett Cole over seven years of George Springer. As sad as that makes me feel. As much as I want to change my mind. Maybe I will. But here's what I came out of the story with. This is the point I wanted to get to. The story says Yuli Yuli Gurriel has underwhelmed since coming from Cuba. Don't think he'll improve. He is a solid regular, but with Tyler White's offensive prowess, I don't know if I'm saying prowess, with his offensive prowess, he could take some of his playing time. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if these national guys even watch the Astro games. Is there anyone out there that watches the Astros that would bench Yuli Gurriel for Tyler White? Who would do that? Did the, It just blows my mind. Solid starter. That is true. Solid starter is what he is. But Tyler White taking some of his playing time? I mean, he will, he'll play some first base, but he's not going to take it away from him. Like I said, 85 RBIs, 281 batting average. No way, dude. I hate. I can't stand it. It bothers me to my core that Yuli Gurriel gets no respect. All right. So the last thing I wanted to talk about before I ended the old podcast was Grady... If you can remember, because it seems like it's been a while, Grady finished the book Astro Ball, The New Way to Win. He is reader number three in the Astros podcast uh, chain of book reading. And one thing I thought about that I didn't do that I thought would be cool is for everyone that reads the book, I don't know if you're new to the podcast, uh, Mark Yu bought the book, he read it, he sent it to me, and he said, just pass it on to another Astro fan. So I read it, 
and I passed it on to Grady. So he's number three. And right after I mailed it to him, I thought how cool it would have been if we put our name in the book and where we're from. And so every time someone gets that book, they'll see all the places that this book has traveled. So, so far it's traveled to three cities, started out in Houston, went to San Antonio, came here to San Antonio, and then it went to Katy, which is pretty much Houston if you're not from around here. But anyway, I posted, uh, Grady said he was done with it, and where does he want me to pass it on to? So I put it on Twitter, and the next guy, I don't know his name, but on Twitter, his name is the Astros Joker. I actually did get his name, because I, I got his address, but I can't remember it. But for Twitter purposes, his name is the Astros Joker, and he's actually from Ohio. And so I got to talking to him earlier this evening, and uh, we were talking about the podcast, and uh, I asked him if he, he said I should get some guests on the show, so I asked him if he would want to be on it. So he said yes, and the plan is to get him on next weekend. So not only is he going to get the book, but he's going to be a guest on the show next Saturday. Or next weekend, whatever, I don't know. So anyway, that is the show. I do appreciate everyone for listening. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening, folks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.